This is your host, Greg Bratlin. Join me as we expose the lies, find the truth, and give them hell while doing it. Welcome to Bratlin Unleashed. Good morning, America. Welcome to Bratland Unleashed. Man, I am glad you joined me today. It is Saturday, a little after 8 in the morning here in the Pacific Northwest. Let me ask you a question. How would you feel if you had trillions or billions of dollars in your bank account, and one day you wake up and all of that money is gone, and all you got left are two coins to throw in your eyes, lay in your coffin, and die in your grave? Well, let me tell you, folks, that's going to be the reality for a lot of these big tech company CEOs pretty soon. We're talking about Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. President Trump the other day declared that he is suing all of these big tech companies in a class action lawsuit where he is the head complainant for trillions of dollars. Man, I don't know about you, but I joined that class action lawsuit. I added my name to that list because I... Uh, I have been censored, shut up. I've had tons of my followers deleted. Um, I've had videos taken down. I've been banned at times. I've had strikes against me. I'm sick of it. I don't know about you, but we have freedom of speech. And I am tired of watching these big tech companies and their discrimination and how they censor and what they do. It is completely wrong, and there needs to be an end to it. There needs to be completely free market, free ability to speak. And even that means even hate speech, guys. Freedom. I'm not saying what I do is hate speech. I'm just saying, you know, that's part of our freedom of speech. That's why, you know, even though we may not agree with it, that's why I like when Satanists go out and they like protest at the Capitol steps or in a town or you have idiot white supremacists that go out and do stuff. They have the freedom to assemble peacefully and say what they want. It doesn't mean that America has to agree with it. And the same should be for all these big tech companies. Like when we go on there, <coughs> excuse me, throat's a little dry. When we go on uh, these sites like Twitter, Facebook, or I should say fake book, Twitter, fake book, uh, YouTube. Um, geez, I can't think of any of the other ones right now, but you go on all these sites and you're stating your opinion on things like Trump or uh, the election or whether it was stolen or if you feel their audits are showing things or there needs to be an audit or somebody's lying. That is your opinion. That's your political opinion, which you should be allowed to express. There should be no chains or handcuffs on you. But yet we have a media that's controlled, funded, and driven by the left. You have people like George Soros that completely dump millions of dollars into controlling what comes out of the media. We've already seen in the gateway, not the gateway pundit, but uh, we've seen organizations that have exposed, I'm trying to think of the name of the individual, uh, it's not coming to me, sorry. Uh, the individual who, uh, James O'Keefe, there it is. He goes out and he exposes all these things that like CNN is doing. Folks, there's like memorandums and conference calls that go nationwide, not only within all of CNN, but all of these other companies because they're all under an umbrella of the same parent company. 
and they tell him what they want him to say in the airwave and what they don't want him to say. It's not real reporting. New The ma- mainstream media is gone. It is over. And it's going to die out. And there's going to be a whole new media generation born. That's why you see people like me doing this on podcasts. And I keep saying this. We are the new news. You know, there will be new, big news organizations that, that develop. But places like CNN and MSN and uh, NBC News, all these kinds of things, they're dead. And it's gone. And as all of this, what's going to be awesome. So I'll give you an example. One of the things that brings me great joy. So I watched Rachel Maddow, a clip of her the other day, and how she is poo-pooing all these audits and calling conservatives conspiracy theorists nut jobs, et cetera, and making fun of everybody on the right. I am waiting. I have been waiting for since November. And I am going to relish in the moment. I mean relish. Cracking a beer, blowing a party favors, pulling out the cake, ice cream, celebrating with family. The day that all of these audits reveal everything that we have said. Folks, the Arizona audit alone is going to be explosive. They have already found concrete evidence of thousands and thousands and thousands of ballots that are missing. There have been reports of leaks, which I can't confirm, but the leaks have stated that Trump won by a million. I don't know if that's 100% true, but that he won Arizona by a million votes. I, You know, that's awesome if that is true. But what I'm looking forward to is when Rachel Maddow watches these states withdraw their certifications and they send them in for Trump and the states flip, and then they'll have no choice but to reinstate Trump in office. And it's going to be sweet. I have no fear over it whatsoever. I trust in the Lord. I know that this is what's coming. And I'm telling you guys, when I watch Maddow have a freaking meltdown and that Brian Stelter, they both mock God and they mock uh, what's real and true. And they sit there and they lie out their teeth. They will no longer have careers. They will not. And I'm speaking that in the name of Jesus. Their, their careers will be washed up, dried out, and gone unless they repent. So they are going to be your next Walmart greeter. They will not have careers. Uh, the best chance they're going to have is probably being done with media and going into doing something else because uh, they won't. And they may even have charges filed against them for all the crimes they've committed against the United States as far as misleading and everything else. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to them. All I know is they're going to crumble and fall apart, and I'm going to relish in it. And I know that's not very godly, but, um, <clears throat> folks, I've been waiting for justice to take place and giving that to the Lord and speaking out for it, and I'm looking forward to it. And I may be months out before that happens. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to give you a, a promise on a date that that's going to take place. But, you know, the, the audit in Arizona alone, it's already been a month, and they're talking to maybe another month before the result. So I'm hoping uh, we'll see. But, you know, that uh, board at Maricopa County, those cheats, lies, and deceitful people that are on it, they've done everything they can to try to postpone that audit from uh, finishing. If they would have cooperated from the beginning, we'd already have the result. Why do you think, folks, 
They're trying to hide everything. Why do you think they don't want you to know what's the truth? What's going to be found? Because they're scared out of their ever-loving minds. They know exactly what's going on. They know everything that that's going to find. And they know that they lied. They know they cheated. And they know that they're going to be facing prison time. It's no joke. Uh, you know, the, these idiots... They do this stuff and they think they're going to get away with it fine and there's going to be no punishment. Well, there's going to be prison time. A lot of these people, I honestly, down deep in my heart, believe that they're going to face treason charges. And that means they're going to be either hung from the gallows, lethal injection, whatever it is, but it'll be done through probably military tribunals or whatever because of the uh, federal election crimes that they'll have against them and the treasonous charges. That's I honestly believe that with all of my heart. I have no qualms about uh, saying that. You know, and what else is amazing, if you look at what's going on in the news. So speaking of hiding the truth, so Pennsylvania, the Senate there, is ordering all the counties to comply with the Senate's audit request. They want all the machines and the ballots, and they want to do a forensic audit. So the dirty, slimy, piece of crap, uh, Secretary of State in Pennsylvania, he put out a directive from the Department of State there for the counties not to comply with the Senate. This slimy, no good piece of crap, <laughs> he knows. He knows that when the audit happens and it takes place, one, he's probably not an elected official. Two, that Biden didn't win Pennsylvania. Three, that all of the cheating, all of the deals, the dirty deeds behind the scenes, all of the directives where they came from, that he's messed in that and that he's going to face criminal charges. And that's why, that is why these Democrats don't want this to happen. I wish all of you out there that are listening to this that are Democrats and those of you even on the right that are, uh, you know, lean left, I wish you would hear me on this. Why would you not want a forensic audit to take place? It doesn't make any sense to me. If you want the absolute truth to come out and you want people to know what's going on, let it be free. Let it be known. Quit hiding. Let the truth come out. If, if Biden really won and there was no foul play, then let it endorse him. Let it show him that he is the president. And if all the forensic audits take place and it shows that he really won, don't you think more of America is going to back him and stand behind him? All right, hang in there. We'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back, guys. So if you're wondering how the you know all these companies, or excuse me, all these politicians, how they raise money, where it comes from, they do it a lot of the time from PACs that raise money. So check this out. One of my favorite and amazing heroes that's in Congress right now is Marjorie Taylor Greene. This beautiful bombshell, man, she knows how to get up there. She is a firecracker. She stands up for Second Amendment rights, and she speaks out for conservative values, and this chick lays it out how it is, and she says how it is. And the other one that does that, too, that I've come to really adore and love is Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert is amazing. She does so much amazing stuff with what she says. She went in Congress and she went into the podium recently and called everything out for the way that it was. She called out the left and thanked them for raising the, the price of gun sales or not the price, but the actual overall gun sales for all their rhetoric against the second amendment. 
And she just calls out Hunter Biden for being a, a Parmesan smoking, crack smoking, you know, all this and that, and that he's not held accountable. I mean, folks, these are the kinds of people we need in Congress. People grow a steel pair of balls metaphorically and just give it to them. And they just raise hell. That's what it's about. These are the kind of Bratlin unleashed type of representatives we need in Congress, folks. And here's what's really sad. So women's a woman's GOP fundraising group, according to the Gateway Pundit, has refused to give money to Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. I got to ask, why in the hell, if you're a GOP fundraising group, would you refuse to give money to these women? They are what the GOP needs to be. But yet, You've got fundraising groups that are refusing to give money out. It's pathetic. They don't want to support them because these women actually stand up and they fight. They don't do what the old rhinos want. Those are Republicans in name only. Okay. They don't do that. They actually fight for what you and I believe in because they're sick of all these idiots that have been in Congress for years and years and years and have not accomplished jack squat. I'm tired of it. I know you are, and I know we want to change. I know we want to see more. Folks, the the GOP group, uh, the, the director, I want you to look this up. Her name is Julie Conway. She's the executive director of the Value in Electing Women and Political Action Committee she said that the work of Congress is not a joke reality show. Our women have fought too hard for too long to be respected and taken seriously as legislators, policymakers, and thought leaders. We cannot let this work be erased by individuals who choose to be shameless, self-promoters, and carnival barkers. Are you freaking kidding me? <clears throat> a carnival barker? These women get up and they, they stand up because the men in Congress are a bunch of pussies. They get up there and they fight for what we believe in. Here's what I have to say to you, Julie Conway. Screw you. These women are amazing. They have more courage and bravery than any of them damn bastards in Congress put together. I want to see everybody stand up and fight like they do. If you truly are a Republican, you love Jesus, you're conservative, you believe in the Second Amendment, the Constitution, you could learn a hell of a lot from these two women. And I tell you what, if you are somebody that's in the GOP and you're a woman and Julie Conway's organization wants to give you money, I'd give them the middle finger and tell them to shove it up their rear end. I wouldn't take a dime from them. I would expose all of these idiots that treat women like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert like this because they're Democrats in Republican clothing. They're behind the rhino agenda. They don't want these women to succeed because they want for them to fail. They want them to be sheep and do as they're told. Shame on them. Shame on that organization. Thank you, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert for standing up and fighting and don't ever let anyone sway you because I guarantee you all of America is behind you that are conservatives. That organization that won't fund you, they do not represent those of us that are Republican conservatives. Oh, man. So, <laughs> this is a great subject that we're switching into. I have been fighting like crazy and speaking from the mountaintops about pulling your kids out of school. 
getting in the hell out of public education. I don't care if you've got a teaching degree or not. Maybe you will have only graduated from high school. Maybe you didn't graduate from high school. Who cares? What I'm telling you is pull your kids out of school and homeschool them. I know for some of you single parents, this is a difficult idea. Here's my challenge to you. If you have any family members in your family that can teach your kids, if they're given the curriculum in front of them and they have like video instruction or even teacher guides that will show them how to, how to teach the kiddos, there's a lot of great, we use Bob Jones University for homeschooling. I don't get paid to tell you that. I'm just telling you that. And they have online instruction for all these courses and they're freaking amazing, you guys. We have six kids. Five of our kids are in school right now. My wife homeschools our children. And I help out when I can, but I work a lot. So my wife homeschools our children. And she has online instruction, amazing, beautiful, created videos by these teachers. And these teachers are available via email, etc. It's at your own pace. You work through it for the whole year. And they do payment plans for the, the stuff. And I'll tell I'll just be upfront with you. So for my five kids, my total cost it was under $3,000 total for all of their curriculum that you get to keep. The access to the videos, the amazing education that's Christ-centered. And we're talking cutting edge, way better than public school, way better. And you're doing it from the comfort of your own home. You don't have all this crazy gross sex education crap they're trying to shove down kids throats and we'll talk about that here in a minute you don't have critical race theory you don't have this uh curriculum uh that they created that is taught in all schools that lies about history lies about everything else you don't have the 1619 project being shoved down your kid's throat none of it you're doing it from the comfort of your home you're in control. You can do it whenever you want. There's some days my wife will start at 10 a.m. and be done at, you know, three or four in the afternoon. Some days she'll start at three and be done at nine. It, you know, whatever, whenever they feel like they want to do it. If we have a hard night with one of the kids or something, you can take a day off and do it later. You can do it on the weekends. You can travel anywhere you want and you can either take time off and postpone working on school or you can do it on the road in an RV or a campsite. I love homeschool. It is so flexible. I don't have to deal with teacher unions. I don't have to deal with principals. I don't have to deal with school boards. I don't have to deal with schools in general. I don't have to fight with them. I don't have to uh, deal with their political garbage. I don't have to deal with all these LGBTQ uh, feminazis that are out there that push all their crap. I don't have to deal with my kids seeing dildos in classrooms and condoms and uh, being told about bisexuality, pansexuality, all this other crap. That's my job as a parent to teach my kid what's appropriate sexually, what is, what good morals are. That's your job as a parent, not a freaking teacher's. So when I say all that, I really encourage you, especially because of what's going on with COVID. And if you don't want your kid getting a jab in the arm without you knowing, uh, for COVID, you better pull them out of school because that's going to be coming if it hasn't already tried to invade your your school. And let me tell you, right now there has been 5,000 teachers across the nation that have signed a pledge that they are going to defy any anti-critical race theory laws and still teach it. 
This is the teacher unions that Democrats fund, that your tax money goes to. This is disgusting stuff. This is why you need to get your kids the hell out of public school and you need to bring them home. Find a curriculum that works for you. There are many curriculums out there that are really inexpensive. You can come up with your own ideas. You can figure out a way you want to teach. And your kids aren't going to miss out on anything. There's co-ops for your kids to spend time with other kids. There's sports you can do through the, the school system or in the community. <coughs> you can do field trips with your kids and have fun, build family time. For like going to science places like here in Oregon, we have OMSI. Uh, you can take your kids to the zoo. You can go on field trips. Uh, you know, whatever it is you want to do, there's so many of them. And you get to control it. It's in your hands. Maybe you want to go on a vacation to Hawaii and you're going to use your experience over there for uh, exploration of rocks and talk about volcanoes or going over there uh, in the ocean and talking about the different fish that are there. I mean, you, that's what I mean. You can get so creative in addition with the classwork you already have, and you can have fun and you're together as a family and you don't have the outside influence in the government, the local community, you're in nothing. And if you're in a state like I am in Oregon, we have very flexible homeschool laws, but because of how, excuse me, how blue the state is and how left-wing controlled it is, we're leaving. Uh, we're, we're going to be getting out of here. And I keep saying that we're going and we are, we're trying to figure out, um, the best time for us to go. We have a lot of family here, so it's a hard leave for us because, um, we're very close to some, some of my family that's here in Oregon and we want, we want to be here. We love the weather. So that's really hard to leave, but, uh, this isn't the same Oregon that it was in 1988 when we moved here. Uh, so we're, we're ready to go. But anyways, back to the homeschool thing. If you're interested in homeschooling, please check out Bob Jones University. Check out Abeka. Uh, there's a lot of great ones. And what I would encourage you, and I'll give you a tip, go on like homeschool precepts. Look them up on Facebook. Find an online uh, like convention or whatever, like a, a homeschool convention. And it's not where you got to sit there eight hours a day for the whole thing, but they have videos all day long you can watch and it's a convention where if you go and you uh, at least sign up and show up and watch one of the videos or something you comment I can't remember how it works uh, you get a humongous discount on your homeschool stuff like through BJU we got like I want to say 45 or 50 percent off every year we get that much off I mean it's insane uh, the amount of money we save just by being on these uh conferences or whatever. And man, there's such great stuff on there guys about parenting and different programs and materials available. And you can mix and match. You could like get all your Bob Jones university, for example. And then if you want to add to it, you can get this product to add to it for science or cut out Bob Jones's science and use this other one for science. I mean, it's, it's very customizable how you want to do it. And, uh, I've got family or excuse me, family and a family member is doing it with their kids as well. And then also I have a friend who has uh, a couple more kids than I do, and they have kids that have been using this their whole life and they've homeschooled their whole life. And those kids are brilliant. One of them's a pilot now. Uh, and so I'm telling you, it's a much more rewarding life than what your kids are going through with a public school. So if you're a single parent, figure out a way to make it work. Find a family member that can help you with the teaching 
Or if you're a single parent and you can't find anybody, maybe you do it on nights and weekends with your kids. That way you have control. And if you're figuring out what to do with your kids during the day, if they're not in school, that's another challenge. I mean, it is a, I understand that completely. Maybe during the day you uh, have them with family and maybe family can help. I don't know. But if it's not possible, I get that too. Either way, regardless, one thing I will say don't stop doing is don't stop going to your school board meetings and fighting. Even if your kids aren't in school in the, the community, fight the school board. If you haven't been watching all the videos out there about these people that are standing up to school boards, man, you need to do so because you have a huge voice. <clears throat> you can be so successful and make such a difference by fighting these school boards and bringing other people to the school board and fighting them. And that's what's going on right now with critical race theory is all the parents are standing up and saying, hell no, we don't want this. And the teachers and their audacity, they think that they're going to sign pledges saying they're going to defy the critical race theory. I hope all of these miserable pricks get fired and let go and they're no more. That's what needs to happen. Because if you have parents saying we don't want this taught, they need to comply with that and understand that. All right, here's another message from one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Those of you that are anti-vaxxers like I am, I do not want anything to do with the vaccination for this COVID fiasco, fake crap, Delta, Epsilon, Lima, whatever it is variant they're coming up with. I'm not going to do it because it is farce. It is not a real vaccine. It is experimental. And there's stuff in that shot that they're not being truthful about that I have seen research on. There's been over 5,000 deaths. Man, I am sorry. I'm having a hard time today. There's been over 5,000 deaths. There is over 441,000 uh, issues that people have had with the shot. They've had these reactions, neurological uh, heart conditions, you name it. There's been a lot of them. Folks, this is an issue. And they are wanting kids to start taking this. Can you imagine giving the shot to your child and they die in front of you? Or they have to eat out of a feeding tube? I, I recently put up a, a clip on my, I think it was Twitter. Or no, was it Twitter? Facebook. And it was of a woman bawling uncontrollably. And she was with riddled with such guilt because she allowed her child to have the shot and her child is eating out of a feeding tube in the stomach now because of taking the vaccination. And I don't, the hardening of the heart of those on the left <clears throat> and being willing to just give this to your kids and your family and not being willing to look into the truth and not take it blows me away. I had a friend who is a, I'm an ordained minister. I was a pastor for over 10 years before I took a break. I had just been burned out and I wanted to stop. And that break has turned into like six years now. And it's okay because I wanted to minister to my family and we, we needed to focus on our kids. Because those of you that haven't done ministry, um, people don't realize when you're a, a, a youth or a senior pastor, it is a 24-7 job. And you're out in the middle of the night, you're out on weekends, you're your life is consumed by the ministry, which is good and bad. But when you have a wife and kids, uh, it's really hard to draw that, that boundary line. And for me, I needed to, I needed a break because we had been through a lot in ministry and, uh, 
I love my wife and my kids, and I really wanted to spend time with them and focus on them because uh, they needed it. But anywho, back to my friend in ministry. So recently, um, I post a lot on Facebook. I really don't care one iota how many people I offend because I put out the truth and people need to hear it because the mainstream media is lying all the time. Well, a friend of mine that's a pastor uh, saw a post I put up about vaccinations and how people are dying and how uh, people need to like not take the vaccine and be careful because it's it's bogus and it's um, the mainstream media is lying about it, et cetera. Well, man, uh, this friend of mine, he, folks, he laid into me and he got so upset that I hadn't put up an article with research on it to state what I said and that... <laughs> And this is, this is what blows my mind. So the gentleman made a statement to me as a pastor and as a Christian, it just drove me nuts. He said, I got the shot so I could go out and do visitation with the elderly. And if I die from it, I, I'm, I win too because I get to go be with Jesus. So as true as that may be, guys, The, the logical the, the logical fallacy behind that is God doesn't call us to be stupid. So just because if I believe Jesus is Lord and Savior and I've given my life to him, it doesn't mean I go out and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to try and stop a bus with my body. And if I succeed and it stops, hey, cool. But if it hits me and I die, then I get to be with Jesus, so I win either way. I don't know if that, that analogy works to show you how dumb that argument is. Because if, if you do research and you know that that shot has a potential to take your life now or about two years from now and end your life, or it could cause you severe neurological damage, we're talking like Lou Gehrig's disease. We're talking about uh, heart conditions where... Your heart doesn't function properly anymore. It grows larger than it's supposed to. Uh, uncontrollable shaking. How would you like as a pastor or a person that's a public speaker to not have control of your speech or to get up there and you can't, you can't control how your body is shaking, your arms are flailing, your legs, and then you can no longer perform your duties as a pastor and your career is over. So... I say all this stuff because it blew me away that there are conservatives who believe this way. And obviously it's not the majority and the uh, whatever of America because less than 50% of America has taken the vaccination. And it shows you that it draws a strict political line. So the left are the ones that are taking the shot. And I wish all of them to repent and be saved if they don't know Jesus. But here's the thing. If this kills off a whole bunch of people or it uh, incapacitates half the population, well, what's left? Conservatives. So, hey, well, in either way, I guess if you want to use that, that uh, theory. But I, my heart just broke for this individual and how upset they got at me because of the fact that I'm taking a stand on the vaccination but folks, the problem in our churches is our pastors aren't out there speaking up against this vaccination. They're not out there taking a stand saying, hey, we don't know really what's in this thing. We don't know 
the long-term effects of it. And I love you enough to tell you, please use a lot of caution in making a decision on this. I respect if you want to take it, but at the same time, know that it could cause you to die. It could cause all these problems with you. And you know what? I think what you're going to start seeing, which has already happened, is there's a lot of businesses that have put up signs that said, if you're vaccinated, you're not allowed in here. And I think that's going to be coming. And they're saying, in some reports I've seen, that people that have the vaccination, they're eight times more likely to contract the Delta variant than a normal person that's not vaccinated. So I have no fear against COVID, you guys. The therapeutics that are out there are amazing. They're, they are amazing that are working. This vaccination's unneeded. But, you know, I will tell you this, and I don't mean this to scare you off my program, but a few years ago, I used to think that Alex Jones was a crazy nut job. What's amazing is he's been proven to be more right than ever before recently. And he shows research. He shows receipts, guys. And there's a lot of, uh, you may call it conspiracy theory, but there's a lot of evidence out there that points towards some crazy stuff with these vaccinations being anti-population. And they're talking about uh, chips. I showed a video of uh, Bill Gates recently, and he was talking about manipulating RNA and DNA and uh, chips that could be used that his company has already developed and being uh, put inside of your body. I mean, do I believe that this is necessarily the mark of the beast? No. I want to be very clear on that. I don't know that for sure, but I don't believe it is. Do I believe it's a, a trial run for what's to come with that? Yes. As a Christian, you know, we, we believe that, that uh, the mark of the beast will be a mark on the hand or the forehead. Yes. Um, I believe that. And it'll only if you have that, you'll be allowed to buy or sell. Um, and they, a lot of Christians believe that's after the rapture happens. So, I mean, there's people that believe that we'll go through tribulation, etc. I'm not going to get into all that. But and I also believe, I will say, I, I understand the Bible doesn't come out in, in plain language and say that, you know, you'll know that you have the mark and uh, it'll be a conscious decision. But I believe, from my understanding of the scripture as a pastor, a theologian with higher level degrees, that... Uh, the mark of the beast will be a conscious choice that you will have to make. It'll be something that you have to say, okay, I'm taking this mark and it is a mark of my allegiance to this certain individual, which will be the Antichrist. And you'll have a decision to make to either do that or they'll say, if you are a Christian and you're choosing not to take that, we're going to put you in a FEMA or an internment camp and then eventually you're beheaded for your faith. That's what Revelation paints. So do I think the needle injection of COVID is that? No, I don't believe so. Um, but I also believe that there's some ulterior motives with this that are dark, that are very, very dark. And if all you listen to is mainstream media, you're blind and you're not going to see it. You know, I think if you turn off the mainstream media and you listen to conservative outlets instead of CNN, NBC, CBS, all this garbage. It's, it's all lies. And folks, James O'Keefe, for example, like I've been saying, he's come out and he's exposed so much of this, but yet 
people on the left are so hard-hearted, they don't want to see it. And you wonder why CNN's viewership is at the bottom of the barrel now. People like Steven Crowder on Louder with Crowder gets more views on his shows than the top pollers on CNN, the top people that are reporters. That tells you something. America is fed up. And that's why I believe a majority of America voted for Trump. I believe the total vote tally is close to 100 million from what I've read from multiple sources that voted for Trump. And that's all going to come out and it's going to take months because like the Arizona audit, it's going to take at least like a month per state of auditing to figure all this out. And now guys, they're talking in Michigan and uh, Wisconsin, there's people that are pushing for audits. So I told you it's going to be a domino effect. And that's what I believe is going to happen. Arizona uh, in early August, we'll probably hear the results of that. Arizona is going to fall and they're going to request their certification to be pulled back. Then you're going to see Georgia and Pennsylvania will be in the process. We'll probably hear by late August uh, or September on theirs, and they'll fall. And then the other ones are going to follow behind that. And then pretty soon as we pour into the late fall or early next year, you're going to see a whole bunch of other states start doing their audits. And I think one of them that's going to be huge is California. And you're going to see that California went for Trump. And that's going to be like earth-shattering. Um, anywho, I say all of that because I want to, I wanted to talk to you about this next, uh, topic. So Biden and all the things that he is doing with appointees, this will be the last thing we chat about today, by the way. So Biden's eco-terrorist linked nominee, according to Breitbart, locked access to her master's thesis advocating anti-child population control propaganda. So she wrote a thesis that promotes and pushes anti-child population. Things they can do to prevent children from, from being part of our population, from being born. So it's this whole mantra, and I'm not going to get into all the details of her thesis because I don't want to give her any more spotlight than she has. I mean, it's, it's just, it's absolutely disgusting but Biden's whole administration, man, they are child sacrifice. That's what I call abortions, child sacrifice. They are massive child sacrifice advocates. Balaam, or Baal, sorry. They are Baal advocates, man. That's the Baal worship of the Old Testament where they killed and they murdered thousands and thousands of babies and sacrificed to Baal. And we're still dealing with this cult of Baal today. And that's the Democratic Party, guys. Their main, one of their main things in the Democratic Party is their promotion of abortion. Now they have it up to infanticide. So after the baby's born, they will even kill the child after it's born. This is demonic, folks. God has had enough. And that's why this administration, I believe in everything in my being, that they did not win this election. It is cheated and stolen. And they're grasping and fighting right now to try to hold on to power, but it's going away quickly. And all these people that he nominates and he wants to put into power, hey, have at it, Joe, because they're going to be gone. They won't be there for very long. Everything they've tried to do or they've tried to pass will all be undone 
in the blink of an eye. And I leave that to you to give you encouragement. Pray for President Trump. Pray for our nation. Pray for a Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to repent. Seriously, their individual lives, I ask God to give them grace and mercy and that they do repent because I don't care who it is. I don't wish hell on anybody. I really don't. I, I wish them the best, but I do pray for swift and uh, immense judgment on them and that they are removed from office quickly and dealt with and that there's many, 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 many others across this nation that are entwined in all of this. And there's many, many people that are going to go away. I know you've been hearing this and you're tired of hearing it, but uh, hang in there because it's coming, y'all. It is coming. Hey, so let's move on. Uh, I want to say visit our site, bratlinunleashed.com. We don't have our merchandise store up yet. We're still working on that, but everything else is up there. You can look at our latest videos, which we haven't done a video in a while. We need to start doing those again. But our latest podcasts are on there. Make sure you subscribe and ring the bell on any of your platforms you like, such as Spotify, Google Play Store, or Google uh, Podcasts, whatever it is that you want to use. Um, ring, ring the bell and make sure you get notified when we do a new show. I want you to hear it. We're trying to get out the latest news and give you up-to-date information. Make sure on the video or video platform you look at, whether it's Rumble or YouTube, look at Bratlin Unleashed, and you can subscribe on there and ring the notification bell as well. Um, you know, once we have the merch store up, I do ask, hey, go on there and check it out. Once it's up, I'll let you know, and you can support us that way. Um, and we'll have other means of ways you can support our program as well, but we're working on getting some awesome guests for you, uh, to what we can have on the show so you can enjoy them and get some of the up-to-date views from others that are in this fight as well. But I wish you guys the best. Make sure you are being stern, fighting, get out there, use your voice, be a conservative and give them hell while you're doing it. Hey, thanks for listening. This is Bratlin Unleashed. Have a wonderful, awesome day.